1: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
2: I have always wanted to be a father to my children. It was my sole goal in life. If you're only concerned about how I am at your place, then you're a monogamist. So stop trying to act like I did something wrong for 20 years. You know what, it's true. I've been in a place where I don't feel like without being in plural marriage, we can be married. So it's like, okay, well then we gotta figure out plural monogamy because We're not living plural marriage. We don't want to be in one home. We don't have the function to do that. Plural monogamy is where you're not functioning as one family, you're multiple families, a husband with two families. So she's not interested in reconciling with Mary. And I understand because I'm not sure Mary and I can reconcile, but she's not interested in a relationship with Robin at all. So it'd be me at Robin's house and then me at Janelle's house. And these two families don't interact. That's plural monogamy. Cody's the one who actually brought up the word and the term plural monogamy, and he acts like it was my idea.
0: I was millimeters away from deleting the notes right before I hit record, y'all, thank you Coyote Pass above <laughs> whatever angels might be singing over there because I was about to be real pissed off. Whew. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, relieved. Let's talk sister wives, shall we? Oh, God. <sighs> A showdown, another showdown of the damn salsa brava. I can't, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe whatever... Uh, $3 worth of tips that these waiters are making at the end of this. It's not worth it. It can't possibly be. But anyway, we're starting off over in Salt Lake with Christine. She's having a paint and sip night with McKelty, Aspen, Mitch, Tony. It's a whole vibe, right? There's wine, Avalon's there. McKelty's still not even pregnant with these twins that are like, what, 17 at this point, but that's neither here nor there. Christine is, like, loving a life in Salt Lake. Loving, hanging out with the girls, watching them be couples with their partners, and also watching the and Tony become parents and how adorable Tony allegedly is with Avalon. Christine talks about how, to them, like, I don't have any Christmas Day decorations up this year. And in a confessional, she says, typically, Valentine's Day is not, like, a polygamous-friendly holiday anyway. Janelle says that she wasn't really planning much because she and Cody, uh, you know, aren't in communication with each other. And also, she goes, plus, if we were, like, I wouldn't really want to do Valentine's Day with him, you know, or with the family. (laughs) But Robin, of course, has it, worst of all, it's just so complicated this year. And holy crap, it's real complicated this year. It's hard and it's so horrible. Anyway, I got everything I asked for. Listen, Nick, I'm going to throw you, like, half a bone at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, those are family holidays, but Valentine's Day is a pretty individualistic couple-by-couple holiday, so I don't really know, like, why this was so horrible and complicated and difficult for you. (sighs) Anyway, Mary's like, I'm not doing a damn thing for Valentine's Day. Listen, you have to have a Valentine to do Valentine's Day. As long as you know, girl. McHelty asks Christine if she still has some, I guess, like picture frame that Cody probably bought for her at like Dwayne Reed minutes before coming home one year. But she's like, no, no, no. And Tony's like, yeah, don't you think it would be kind of weird if she kept the frame and not the husband? <laughs> Let's be real. it was probably a gift with purchase that Robin got from some QVC bulk order that she made. And he was like, I'll just grab that out of the box. Oh, Lord. But anyway, um, Cody says, like, Valentine's Day was weird. There would be, like, times where he would bring over Valentine's Day gift, but then, like, baby, basically, he was like, you know, I should probably, Christine says, I should probably have, like, sympathy and empathy for the fact that, that you know, Cody would bring them over at night, like, in front of everyone, but he's probably fine now. Like, he only has Robin to worry about. Ooh, oh, that was snarky. That was rude. (laughs) So the girls then ask Christine about finding a new husband if she's interested. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, actually, now that Trulie's not here, I want to tell you guys that I have gone to a professional matchmaker. And the way that Aspen and Mitch both look at her at the same time, like, what? (laughs) But I also have a feeling that they probably already know about this. Christine tells them that she's, like, really nervous about dating because she didn't have a super intimate relationship or marriage with Cody. So... This is like all new to her and she's not ready. So she tells us that in terms of like what she's looking for, I'm thinking bald, tattoos, has a motorcycle. I'm assuming this is like the Shamar Moore checklist that we're going to. And listen, David is bald. I think he may might ride a motorcycle or he's like really into Disney. It's one of the two. Maybe both. I don't know. The tattoos, she says, would be fantastic because that's pretty much Cody's opposite. She's like, but it's not on purpose, but maybe I'm just kind of looking for something that Cody never was. Cause I'm looking for, you know, a good partner, <laughs> a good communicator, someone who's funny. I'd love a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, bam, 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 bam. He sucks. Terrible. Not fun to hang out with. Doesn't talk well. Not even funny. Doesn't even have a sense of humor to see what's funny. I would love to have all those things for the first time in my life. <laughs> so, Christine tells them that she basically told the matchmaker, everything, I'm on TV, I'm a polygamist, Republic, I have all my kids, my husband, the one with the eyebrows, it's a whole thing. And so they were like, okay, we hear you, but like, maybe let's just get to the brass tacks of things. It's like the very basic, you're a 50 year old woman with seven kids we'll just stick it stick to that right so christine then tells them she's done a polygamy she doesn't regret it like obviously i got all you because of it but like i'm over it but then christine says in terms of leaving her marriage and the church she always wanted to try to like exit stage left doing things classy and not being dramatic about it and so that's where she is so then she says she's down to date, but only with people she can really, really trust. And then Tony says, you know, Christine, if you don't try all the ice cream flavors, you won't know which one you like. To which Christine asks a question that I wish she hadn't, didn't want the answer to. Tony, did you try all the flavors before marrying my daughter? And Nikelty goes, oh, yeah, he tried them. He tried them twice before he settled on me. Every ice cream flavor has been sampled by my husband. Pfft. <sighs> I want to take a healing breath on that in a confessional christine goes tony's a little shit you know but then she says tony's not afraid to bring up things that are uncomfortable i won't be sampling all the flavors no but then christine says look i was married to somebody who was not attracted to me but then she says a version of what i've been screaming for years which is like i don't want to date because it sounds stupid and that's really hard to get over (laughs) it just does sound really dumb and that it really is hard to reconcile <laughs> so christine says in a confessional that the biggest reason why she left cody is because she didn't want to be a marriage in a marriage where her kids knew that their dad wasn't even attracted to her so leaving like was a choice because she wasn't going to show her kids that that was an acceptable thing in a relationship because it's not and then she's like oh my god what if i like suck at kissing like I- I don't know like all I know was that somebody didn't like it so you see why that's terrifying for me it's like yeah wow I didn't even think about that so Kelsey tells Christine it sucks that you were married to somebody who wasn't into you for like 25 years but that's his problem not yours so Christine's like I do want to date but it just sounds like really scary and vulnerable and I kind of wonder how long she had been talking to David at this point you know Because there's always, like, a setup if we know we're going somewhere. Like, we're setting groundwork here. So I'm curious how how long they have been communicating. So then Christine says in a confessional, listen, she's going back to Tony's method. Like, I'm not going to be trying full scoops of ice cream. Maybe I'll just do that thing where you take, like, a little spoonful. But, like, more than that would be way too much. Then we see Janelle, she's recording herself in her house, saying that this is about to be the first time she's spoken to Cody since their fight (laughs) awkward so Janelle's like listen usually I would be really quick to resolve the conflict with Cody but it would just end up with me glossing things over but this time that's not cutting it not working I want to be treated differently and I want more and I don't know if that's gonna work because on the one hand it would be stupid to throw away 30 years but I also don't know if this is fixable it's not babe and I hate to say that because that's like a long time To be like, wow, I really don't have anything to work with here. Nothing to come back to. Nothing to center myself to in this relationship. That sucks. That sucks. But skip on down to Utah, girl. Have a great time. Then we go, speaking of skipping on down to Utah, Mary is over at her haunted mansion over in Parowan. And her BFF, Jen, comes over. So Mary says that Jen runs the B&B for her, right? We knew that. So they're coming over... To, like, discuss plans and she wants to move shit or whatever. I mean, these scenes are, like, really fucking boring, but I guess they're necessary. Mary says that Jen's title is BFF, Bestie Extraordinaire, but they need something more official to put on the business cards. <laughs> uh, so Mary tells Jen, she's been planning on telling Robin for, like, weeks about her moving the clothing, clothing business up to Flagstaff, but it just, like, hasn't been good timing or whatever. Whatever. Mary says, listen, I just need to let Robin know that. Cause I kind of feel like she's the only person who's going to care. And also the only person who's honestly going to have a problem with it. So
1: <laughs> It's just
0: like the price is right. Losing horn in my head. All the, every time she talks, like I'm sad, baby. So Jen asks her like, is this your final decision? Like for real, is it a real deal? So they interview Jen, and Jen actually kind of ate this. Like, she could maybe sign up for some, like, local theater. But she goes, introducing us to to her, to Jen. I've known Mary for about 10 years. Uh, we met when she hired me as a professional killer. And so I was murder for hire for a couple of years, and we just kind of maintained a friendship through that. And then Mary, you can hear Mary laugh off camera. So Mary explains, like, they have a r- really fun relationship. They laugh, they giggle you know, who knows what else? And they just have a really good time. By the way, Jen worked in pest control, so that's what she did. She worked on all the houses in the cul-de-sac, and, like, she and Mary, she probably got stuck in a lot of conversations with Mary, let's be real, and and we're like, well, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. Let's just keep doing this, right? So, basically, Mary says that she's kind of in a tenuous place, but, again, golden cage here i feel like you're going back into prison and closing the door behind you because she's telling us that she'd really like a good relationship with cody but she feels like if she tells him about moving even though she just admitted that the only person in flagstaff who's really going to give a fuck or be affected by this is robin that if she tells cody that she's moving that he's going to interpret that as like her finally giving up on this relationship, but that's not actually not where she is at all. Why not Mary? What can you go there next episode? It looks like maybe she goes there. So Jen says, listen, selfishly, like I kind of love being back in the same town since Vegas with you, but Mary says, you know, Jen's been around since she got the divorce. She was a guiding light apparently through the catfishing, which leads me with a lot of question marks in my head. Because we saw how Mary behaved, so you know, I'm thinking like, is Jen maybe the best guiding for you? I'm I'm not sure. But anyway, um they've been through it all, and basically what Mary is saying is that Jen knows how to keep her mouth shut. She knows her boundaries, and one of those boundaries is not talking about her or the family. So there you go. <laughs> it's a lesson to everybody else. <laughs> Never go against the family. So now we go back to the showdown at the Salsa Bravo. Janelle Janelle says she hasn't really been missing or pining for Cody since their fight. She looks really uncomfortable. But I know when Janelle has her superhero cape on and that is like a duster, that she's really feeling like real pussy. She's feeling real cunt. And like she's going there. Her ballet flat is stuck to that floor in the Mexican restaurant and is like, I'm going to tell you what for, Cody. She's made a decision. And you can see that in her duster and on her face. Cody shows up like he's going to an interview. Like he's got his shirt tucked into his jeans. He's wearing a blazer. Like he's on a date. And you could tell that he's very nervous. So he walks in and he's like, oh, "A long time no see. Are you gonna are you gonna give me a hug?" So she has to get up and like oh, give him a hug. Like it's super awkward. They sit down and Janelle's like, oh, "I honestly don't even know what to say." Cody's really trying to keep things light. Like, "Oh, you know, it really didn't go so well last time we talked." Ha <laughs> ha. She's like, "No." <laughs> But in a confessional joke, Janelle goes, yeah, that's an understatement. So Cody says to her, well, look, I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed by my behavior, but I'm also realizing that you don't have a safe way to talk to me. And it's like, I don't really know what he's trying to say here. Like, are you saying this as like you being gentle towards Janelle and compassionate towards her? Or are you giving yourself an out? Because it's, it's giving the latter. Janelle tells Cody, our last fight was kind of a blur because you like walked into the situation angry and, you know, he wanted all that hot water to warm himself up and he had the chip on his shoulder, you know, like it was the whole vibe, right? The glasses, the leather jacket, the whole thing. And all she was trying to do was just establish that they were going to be doing Christmas separately. But then Cody just fucking lost it, right? So Cody tells Janelle that he has endured two years of betrayal by Janelle and he just got triggered so badly and it was ugly and it was sad so Cody tells Janelle that the di- divorce with Christine is affecting all of his relationships and that he's like realizing that he's morphing or transmuting the grief into anger and how he realized like he's not a safe space for her and how one trigger just like one after another just like set him off right so Janelle translate this in a confession, right my relationship with you is crap because I'm just so angry about this divorce. But be a man. Separate in your plural marriage relationships like you have the entire marriage. And pay attention to this one. Hello. So Janelle finally says, I just think I want to stay separated for now. And Cody was like, oh, really? You want to stay separated? And she's like, mm, I do. So Cody says in a confessional, "This is, he's actually sort of surprised because they've been separated, like, two or three times already in the past. And he always felt like it was because Janelle just couldn't manage the relationship with her sister wives. Nothing to do with him. But maybe I was wrong. You... Ding dong. how do, How is this possible? I... Oh. <laughs> this is so crazy to me. Because, like, not to, like, toot my own horn, but I just can't understand... How, as a person, you can't, like, what's not clicking? Like, you've been with this woman for decades, and it's never occurred to you that you might be the problem when she left your marriage? Every single time, (laughs) you thought it had nothing
1: to do with you.
0: By learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. How is that possible? It just never occurred to you? Like, that can't be right, right? Like, that's a lot. That's cap. Like, what? People do that? That's so wild. <laughs> the way this man gives me cluster headaches. Like, can I get a Nertek ad? Like, what's going on here? So Janelle tells him, I think we really need to do counseling if we can find somebody. And Cody's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I actually think that's more fair because christine just dropped this on me it is not a. who are you looking at who are you looking you just are talking about how you're not a safe space and you know that but like what's not clicking with you is that you won't shut the fuck up about christine when janelle's talking about how she wants to leave you janelle an entirely different wife that you have and all you keep bringing up is christine You don't, like, he's not, we're not, he's not even taking into consideration why Janelle might be upset. So Janelle's like, listen, I just know that I need to be separate right now. I still have a lot of affection for you. So like, maybe counseling is a good idea. So Cody says, okay, well, other than that experience, when I blew up over the rejection of having Christmas without me, 20, what, 27 years they've been together. And you think it all just boiled down to then? okay, Janelle goes, you know that Christine and I didn't do Christmas together, right? Like we got together after, but Cody's like, well, I mean, it was still like a celebration with the whole family and you guys got together. So same difference, right? So Janelle's like, this is where we need to have a third party and really tread lightly because I didn't know what to do about my boys. And so Cody's like, well, I just, all I have to do is have one conversation with them, but I don't want to do this. I don't want to be in a place where we're acting like nothing happened. And, like, I think in some ways that was so like, what happened with Christine and I. And I never knew she was going to leave. Like, she was making plans and having discussions with people and uh, telling the kids. And, like, even you told me that she was planning on leaving. And, and when she left, she never told me. He, he's not even looking at Janelle. Like, he's just spiraling. He's not seeing that in this moment, he just lost his wife. like to me it's just plain as day she was giving him like a little tiny shred of hope just because she you know put her lipstick on and and came here but in this moment where he's just fucking like carol sitting on the bench just ranting and raving to nobody really because he's not talking to janelle he's just talking (laughs) he's talking at whoever's in front of him it could be anybody it could be the waiter. It could be a hot glass of water. He doesn't, he doesn't know. He's just talking about Christine. She, she's she gone. You just lost her. It, it. It's so wild. It's so wild that we get to see this. So Janelle is in a confessional, it always shocks me when he purports that he never saw this coming. He has been telling me for years that he wasn't attracted to Christine, that they were struggling in their marriage. I would have left his ass the first time he said that to me. I would have. Work. Now it's like a half work because I do kind of think that Janelle has been like a little bit keeping her head in the sand with regard to this relationship. Like I feel like they haven't really been fucking for quite some time. I think she's okay with not as long as you don't say the words out loud. You know what I mean? Like, I think as long as you don't say things, certain things and it's not real or it's still rectifiable, that's uh, probably not a word, but <laughs> you still rectify it. Um, But once you say, like, I'm not attracted to you, there's really no, you know, toothpaste out of the tube. Like, you can't take that back. And then it's real. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I have to leave. But I think Janelle's been okay with, like, letting things be under the surface and just not said. Because if you don't say them, then you don't have to do anything about them. You can just, like, kind of feel it. But you're not sure. Or you can just... Tell yourself that you're not sure. You know what I mean? At this point, Cody tries to play good guy by saying to Janelle, I'm not going to be angry with you anymore. So if you want to do a separation, that's fine. But I'm not going to be angry anymore. And if I do, I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to be accusatory. I just realized I'm morphing this grief. So Janelle tells him over the past month, she's really kind of vacillated between wanting to completely be done with him and not I don't really think she's done too much vacillating, to be honest. But then she brings up how, like, he needs to be better with the kids because he hasn't talked to Savannah in six weeks at that point. No call at Christmas. Nothing. Cody's response to this is, well, every everybody. And then he just stops. That's it. But then in a confessional, he says, Janelle and Christine, when Janelle and Christine kick me out of the house, they separate me from the environment that I know my children in. And I'm just struggling to survive all the heartbreak while they sit here and play mean girls together. So Janelle's not in love with me. I think she thinks I'm hot. I got nice pecs pecs and a a great six pack abs. But that's all she's interested in. A great six pack abs. Girl. 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 So Janelle says, whoa, buddy, I wish we had seen this whole thing. Like, I wanted to know what the producer said to Janelle. Like, did they look down at their notes and said um, earlier, Cody said that he feels like you're only interested in him physically, that you think he's, quote, hot. I got a nice pecs and a great six pack abs. And that's all she's interested in. So Janelle says, Whoa, buddy. You're way missing the boat here. There's way more to a marriage than just physical attraction. I feel like we're in big danger here. You are in danger, girl. Janelle, you in danger, girl. So then Cody talks about how he's been doing a lot of business and, and that business has been in the evening so that's like hindering his ability to see Savannah and hang out with her after school. So Janelle goes, well, there's a lot to unpack here. Cody says in the confessional, as if this is a good thing, that almost all of his interaction with Robin's children are because he's with Robin. So he has to make a plan with Savannah and interact with her without Janelle, which is like an extra step. But like if he was with Janelle, he'd be two nights at Robin's, two nights in Janelle's. But Janelle made it clear to me that that wouldn't be happening. So that's why I can't call my daughter for six weeks, even on Christmas or New Year's. anyway and uh robin's kids you hear that, that the only reason why you see me or because you're uh basically trapped in the house anyway love ya cody brings up covid but janelle cuts him off immediately and it's like it's not about covid it's about only seeing one person's perspective you want the boys to apologize to robin now robin pisses me the fuck off because she says in a confessional that she knows that one of the issues between janelle and cody is the idea that Cody's asking for an apology, but she never asked for one, never wanted one, didn't know that he was asking for one for her, and actually she's not happy that he was doing that. But how long have you been sitting on this information and you've not done or said anything about it? Sounds like all we've gotten is a downgrade from apology to conversation. That's about what you're willing to do. And then when people try to have conversations like, oh, let's have a Merry Christmas and gift exchange of people, you're like, this is an effort and futility. Robin, Robin, love gives you wings. Brown has left the group chat. Girl, I don't want to hear anything from Robin about what she feels and how she, th- things that her, per- our perception of her is not real when you don't do a GD thing to change it. I don't want to hear it anymore, okay? I don't want to hear it, browse. That's enough. Cody tries to bring up Garrison being the one to call Robin and how there's a reason for that. And, like, you know, that's, like, really weird to transmute that stuff onto somebody that was the only one being compliant with saying what we needed to do in order to protect, protect this family. Like, that's, like, really weird to put that on Robin. So Janelle's like, listen... It's not about the tit-for-tat COVID, Cody. It's about being a father to everybody and a husband to everybody. But Cody's like, but I'm not being respected by everybody, am I? So Chanel's like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how we come back from this, Cody. I mean, do you really want a plural family? Because sometimes I can't tell. Back to Mary. She and Jen are um, emptying out a storage space or whatever. Basically... She basically says there's no reason for her to be in Flagstaff aside from wanting to hill her marriage. And uh, Solomon and Ariola. But that's it. Basically, she clearly she wants to be in Parowan with Jen. Like, clearly this is where her heart is calling her. Okay? In that haunted mansion. Just her and Jen and all those leggings. Okay? Mary says to Jen. They're like looking around the property talking about how they want to build an industrial kitchen for catering or weddings or whatever and Mary says listen, a lot of the reason why our businesses in the past failed is because there was no like HBIC there was not one person in charge. And then I guess we're supposed to feel bad that Robin wasn't able to recreate the family experience because nobody wanted to help her sell her ugly sterling silver rings that say Sister Wife on it for eight eighty one ninety nine. Sound the alarm. Well, I wanted to get everybody in on it, but, you know, to like kind of bring the family together and like have this thing. But like they didn't they weren't interested. Okay, we'll make better jewelry. How about that? How about that? Christine says that most things are done by committee and it also kind of means that most things don't actually get done, but it's fair. So she's for it, even though it's not really functional at all. Back to the salsa brava. Janelle is asking Cody about wanting a plural family. Like, do you want one or not? And then he deflects about how in the entire marriage, everyone had a tolerance for not being together. And he was Atlas holding it all together. I mean, we've heard it all before. He shrugged and nobody picked it up. Now we're all just sitting here. Cody says in a confessional that he always worked hard on plural marriage. (laughs) And just because we're here... And he got a little bit cynical. What? Suddenly he doesn't want plural marriage anymore? No. But what has Janelle done to help anything? Girl! (laughs) What are you even saying at this point? Why is she in it? She has been. Then he says that Janelle hasn't been living plural marriage. She's been living independence from a husband. That's there when she wants him to be. And has the resources that she gets access to. Okay. Okay. So, who was the one who was able to afford that um, house in Lehigh? Because y'all couldn't live together? Who put the ducats together to get that house? Was it... Oh, it was Janelle. Oh, weird. Huh. Okay. She's kind of the one who got y'all all together. Because you manipulated her into using her finances to get you a house. With Mary and Christine. Okay, okay. Who was the only one who really wanted to live in that big one house on Coyote Pass? Cause it wasn't really Robin. She was acting like she was down with it. She wasn't. It was only Janelle. But okay, talk about her living independence and the resources that she's getting. The resources that she's pulling into, cause it's not Robin, again. Who's paying off her Victoria's Secret bill? Janelle. Janelle, how many six for 36 panties could you need, Robin? My God. How do you even run up a bill at Victoria's Secret? How how many boxes of love spell did you need? But okay. Janelle tells Cody that she feels like it's really easy for him to be at Robin's house and that he doesn't really want to be anywhere else. But Cody's like, but I was at your house too, though. I was always there and I just feel like you're just kind of going off of a recency bias with COVID to which Janelle's like uh well then you're gonna have to stop mentioning COVID too (laughs) she's over it so Janelle says in a confessional I could I can see that I'm getting close to the line and Cody's noticing it too and he's starting to get agitated because the way I see things is very different from the way he does and I think that's basically true of everybody Like on the planet with maybe the exception of Robin. But anyway, Janelle tells Cody uh, that like she thinks what happened is that he gets, he has kids at different stages in life and that he couldn't balance or accommodate that. But Cody's like, well, I just feel like my obligation was deeper for the littlest ones because of their needs. But Janelle's like, but I think all you saw were the little children and you stopped seeing any of your other children. And even Mary says in a confessional that Cody's made a point to be a part of the kids' lives, especially when they're younger. And she thinks it's easier for Cody to forget that he needs to nurture a relationship with the older kids as well. Which is kind of interesting because I feel like for a lot of fathers that are um, absentee in spirit and then come to have a relationship with their children at different stages in their life, usually it's like they don't connect with like the baby but they connect with them with, when they're older. But we're dealing with a narcissist here, so it's like he connects with the people who adore him and uh, are compliant, as he has loves to say. And and then once they're like independent, they realize, hmm, my dad maybe wasn't as special as I thought he was. It's like, well, on to the next one. Anyway cody tells janelle that he didn't overreact with gabe and garrison but he went to an extreme on how he felt which is an overreaction and then in the end it really should have just been about them having a conversation and not an apology but also like any adult making their choices is free to do that but he had to be able to protect the babies like they could have done whatever they wanted they're free to do so but i had to protect my babies and he goes I wish that Solomon and Ariella had the same value as the whole family. And Janelle's like, yeah, I really feel like statements like that are dangerous because you're making a lot of assumptions there. Like there's a lot of judgment in there. And I think that's where we need a counselor. I would have been like, (laughs) I would have said some rude things and they wouldn't have been true. You know what I mean? I would have gone to a place. That would not have been fair to Solomon and Ariella. But it would have been necessary at the time. I'll say that. <laughs> but that's truly, like, such a manipulative, like, violin playing, woe is me. Oh, I wish you guys valued them as much as they... You guys don't think Robert's family is special as the rest of the family. No? That's what I can't reconcile. <laughs> but, of course, Cody's the one who's, like, i feeling gaslit and manipulated and lied to. So Cody says, I just feel like you're pointing a finger at me with some kind of favoritism with Sol and Ariella. You know, the two people that I just, like, made victims out of, out of everybody. But it's the same favoritism that I've always given to the little kids, starting with Logan on out. So when they're little, I give them a lot. And when they're adults, I still give them a lot. But I just don't feel like any, my my obligation to them is the same, which would be a normal thing to say. But it's you that's saying it. And we've seen how you've executed that. So there's that. So Janelle's like, okay, I just, I don't want to go in circles with you. And Cody's like, well, that's because you're not validating my position. It's like, well, <laughs> your position is bullshit. That's why. Janelle just laughs because what else are you going to do? And Cody's like, so, like, you're trying to lay it on a foundation that I just don't want to be around you. And that's not true. So Janelle says, But I just asked if you still wanted to live plural marriage, because I'm not sure. But Jen, she says in a confessional, I'm not really inclined to stay in this relationship with Cody. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting what I deserve from him. I'm pretty independent. I don't really need a lot from him when it comes down to it. And if he doesn't all of a sudden want to be a father to my kids because they disagree with him, then that sort of changes the cost benefit equations for me in the marriage.
1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: Robin probably wouldn't even know what a cost-benefit equation is. I wouldn't even conceptualize it. it. Never has had to do it. Never. So Cody then says that he only wanted to be a good father. And he says, but if you're only concerned about how I'm at your place, then you're a monogamous. So stop trying to act like I did something wrong for 20 years. <laughs> His like bent up, Cirque du Soleil ass logic, twisted up, discombobulated upside down and inside out. And all pretzel up into each other. Like, what are you talking about? If you're only concerned about how I treat your children badly and not how good I treat other people's children, then you sound like somebody who's only focused on, uh, one thing and not the whole big picture. Cause like technically like average, I'm doing pretty well. It doesn't matter that I'm doing 120% over here and 60 over here. Technically, you know he's an idiot then cody brings up the concept of plural monogamy because they can't all live in one house so he could with robin and janelle be one husband two families right the cody says that janelle's not really interested in reconciling with mary which fair enough right He's not even really sure if he, their relationship can be resolved at all, but she's also not interested in a relationship with Robin. So it would have to be him at Robin's house and then him at Janelle's house. And those two don't ever interact, right? East coast, West coast. Janelle says that Cody's the one who brought up plural monogamy, but he keeps acting like this was her idea. <laughs> oh my God. So then Janelle tells Cody that for the past six weeks, she wasn't sure if she was going to stay and says, I will say I'm not going to throw in the towel. I just need to be separate while we figure things out. So Cody asks, like, what is it? What's the value in separating for you? And Janelle says, because I just feel like I'm more aware of what I need when you're not there. Because when you're there, I just want to forget everything. Cody says that he doesn't get it. Because why would he, right? Because to him, the punishment seems way beyond the crime of, you know, withholding love and affection to you and your children. You wanting to not talk to me? This feels a little egregious, Janelle. But maybe it's a wake-up call. You know, maybe. And the wake-up call to him is that maybe she's not interested at all. Maybe she's got what she needed and she's moving on. Not that I'm not helping her. Not that what I'm doing is a failure. Not anything of the sort. It's just maybe like, well, she's been using me for my six-pack abs and my... Wealth of resources, and now she's done. Maybe I can find a way to be a victim once again. So Janelle tells Cody, "We need to redefine our relationship." I'm not 100, th- 100 sure that we can do that. And he's like, "Oh, really? <laughs> really?" And Janelle's like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an estate or anything. I have nothing in my name. Our properties are all enmeshed with each other. Like, there's just a lot to unpack." Janelle, I think, made a mistake, not that she's wrong in saying this, but in saying this to a person like Cody, because he's gonna be a dog with a bone, like, about this, and he's never gonna let it go. It's always gonna be about her sucking him dry, in every sense of the word, (laughs) and then bouncing when it was no longer convenient for her. Like, that is going to be his narrative to Janelle. That's it. That's it. It's, uh, Christine told everybody on the planet except for me that she wanted to leave me, and I just, like, had no idea, and I was completely left caught unawares. And Janelle, the little slut, all she wanted was my nut and my finances, and that's it. That's it. Who's Mary? Oh, uh, Let me (laughs) try. So then Janelle says in a confessional that Cody moved heaven and earth to get Robin into a house. They had all their crap and U-Hauls for months out on Coyote Pass, but she's the one who stuck. But Cody says that he and Janelle have the same assets. Yeah, which are nothing. And as far as Robin's house goes, it's the bank's asset, basically, that they have to house their kids in for another 15 years. Like, as though we don't know how mortgages work. It's still... An asset, like you having a home, is still an asset, even if the bank owns part of it. Like that's how that works. That's why people buy houses, dummy. (sighs) Like we don't. So, like he he thinks we don't know this stuff. So Cody says he's not going to do anything, and Janelle's like, "Well, good," because I was thinking, like, you know, like I don't have to do anything, right? The Cody looks at her crazy, and in a confessional, he's like, "Well, it sounds like this is just about money for Janelle, like." Have I always been a resource for you? If I can't provide anything, everything, am I not a value? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, you're not providing anything. So then Cody's are talking about how they had a good time connecting in Vegas. Now, how many years have they lived in Flagstaff at this point? But we're still talking about Vegas But the only result of that is that Christine left and how she finally decided what she wanted. And then Christine's getting closer to the edge and he didn't know how to navigate that. And Janelle's like, yeah, I don't really know how to respond to that. Because, again, you're talking about somebody else's marriage and I'm talking about me leaving you. Goofy. But then Janelle's like, yeah. Sorry, Cody says, well, what am I supposed to do? Just bottle it up and talk about it and not talk about it? Because, like, Christine's going to find somebody. She's going to go off and find somebody. She's going to start dating them. She's going to vomit all over about the divorce and her marriage. So what do you need to talk shit about, Christine? Because you feel like at some point in the future, Christine might talk about her relationship. Well, you know what? She's been doing it for 18 seasons. So really not, I would imagine a whole lot she would say to somebody on a date. Or getting to know them. Then she already hasn't said to all of us on television. And we've all seen it. So I don't really know like what he's scared of. Sometimes I really think that he forgets that he's on a TV show. And that like we don't know all this shit. Because we do. If Christine said not one word to David. Or anybody she ever dated. They could just still go over to the, the Max app. And figure it out. She wouldn't have to say a thing. So anyway, Janelle says in a confessional, I don't want to have this conversation for the umpteenth time. Be a big boy and reconcile it. You've been bitching about this for six months now. Get over it and move on. So Cody's like, come on, Janelle. I need to know if you were having a great time in Vegas. I was sitting there the smiling idiot and then hearing that there was this shitty experience. So Janelle's like, yeah, I mean, I thought we had some good times in Vegas. And he goes, I was spouting poetry. I was following you around, Janelle. <laughs> so in a confessional. Janelle's like, a couple of years? Like, that's his excuse now? Come on. But then Cody says in his own confessional, Janelle denies this, but we, I had a renaissance with her in Las Vegas. It's like, yeah, okay. Your renaissance tour was one stop. Now we're in a different State. And nobody's performing. Blue Ivy's not coming out. And she's not doing the remix to Diva. Or nothing. Not doing the mute challenge. She's sitting there and her... Janelle's sitting there in head-to-toe silver. The cowboy hat on. And nobody's performing. So who cares? she got to sit there and wrap, wrap her body around a memory from seven years ago for the rest of her life because that's basically what you're asking her jesus so janelle tells him not that she needed to i miss you honey and i don't know how to fix this or figure it out but i don't want to just you and i have this tendency to be like you come back and we forget about all the hard stuff and i need something different this time but cody says i agree we need to be conscious about our relationship and how we're doing Janelle says, maybe we're just not taking as much care of our relationship or like our actual marriage relationship. Janelle says in a confessional, I do miss Cody. We're best friends and we have a lot of conversation. I miss him in my bed, in my house. I miss him, but I'm not being treated the way I deserve to be treated. So Janelle tells him, well, I think this lunch actually went a little bit better than I thought. And he was like, oh, what did you think was going to happen? You didn't think that I I missed you? You know think that I, that I wouldn't want to kiss you on the lips and see you again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, listen, here's the thing. You and I can be very simple. Like everything else around us is complicated. And Janelle's like, yeah, I mean, sure. On a basic level, if nothing else was going on if we were on some kind of desert island, we would be great. But life's not like that. So then Cody brings up, you're going to be shocked. Cody brings up Christine again and how things with Christine are very complicated but you know like the the weirdest thing is like to deal with one wife and like navigating a relationship when the other one is bad and Janelle's like yeah I get that I, I get it but whatever so then Cody says I really thought we would reconcile and Janelle's like well no I just like and I enjoy my freedom too much and in my mind it went well because I wasn't triggered towards being angry and he tells Janelle when I feel triggered next time I'm gonna stop so basically he feels like this relation this conversation went well because he's not letting Christine trigger him although every time Janelle has brought up her marriage the one person the name on everybody's lips and by everybody I mean Cody, is Christine. And so I don't, (laughs) he thinks this is a win. I think everybody else, we all disagree. So Janelle's basically like, listen, Cody, he either wants it or he doesn't, you know? And if he doesn't, I'm not going to put in all this effort because I think there's something better for me. And I think we all agree with that girl. Onward and upward. Thank y'all. For listening thank me for speaking we'll be back next week we're hopefully mary finally gets her shit together and looks in robin's eyebrows and says that man don't want me that man in your bed he don't want me so i gotta go love you guys bye